Hello, you're listening to VHC, Vibes, History, and Culture, a show where we explore the unknown, the little-known facts and gems about music and popular culture from a millennial lens. This is your host, Kevin Washington, and in this last All Bays Music show for the season, on this episode, we're chatting with Rob Morat, an actor who's been featured on MTV, VH1, BET, CBS, TV1, HBO, and PBS, I mean, you name it. Besides his acting career, he's also a singer and musician who recently released an album called Good Day, Good People, which has been submitted for a consideration for a Grammy in the category of Progressive R&B Album. And collaborations on the album include the likes of John Legend and so many others. And we're going to get into so much more in our All Things Music Conversation with Rob Murat. I'm excited to talk with you. Just first off, talking about your career as an actor and yeah. musician, because you know yeah. when I think about you, I think also about Michael Will Smith or Queen Latifah and Ice Cube. Oh King. wow, wow, you that know, is how, that is yeah. quite the compliment. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know how they started out in music and then got into acting, and like in Jamie Foxx, like in Reverse, started out in acting, then to music. Yeah, um, was music. Did you both do music and acting at the same time when you first started out? No, yes. Yeah. So and the the music preceded the acting. Oh, okay. Uh, deep into music, uh, far before I was uh, starting off as an actor. I, I was training as an actor, but the music took off first. And we'll talk about a little about the music. You did sure. a collaboration with um, John Legend. Yeah, so my my latest project, Good Day Good People, is out now on all platforms. Uh, collaborators collaborators include folks like John Legend, Jay Ivy, who's a Grammy winning poet, uh, Shata Wale, who's a Ghanaian artist from uh, from Black is King, uh, Beyonce's project, and also from uh, you know from Michigan, John Connor, and countless others. Great great collaborators. Uh, you mentioned John. Yes, we have a song that we co wrote together that's on the project. And initially it was for his project. I pitched it to oh. him. Oh, right? wow. Uh, and uh, he loved it. We were kind of bouncing the idea of him putting it on his project, his last project, Legend. But he had another song that sounded, uh, that had the same vibe that he did with Legacy. So he opted wow. uh, against it. So I asked him, I was like, man, can I keep this one for myself? And he mm -hmm. said, sure, go ahead. And he gave me the green light. And so we have it on the project. And if you listen closely, you'll hear his voice on it too. In this part of the conversation, we get into a little bit of his musical influences and the state of R&B music today. Who are your biggest influences? Who inspires you as a musician? 
And there's so many different influences. You know, I had I was on another call, another podcast earlier today, and we the, the conversation leaned a lot jazz. And uh-huh. I realized, man, jazz was a big influence on my upbringing because my grandfather, he's a nationally, internationally known jazz musician. Oh, from wow. Haiti, oh, right. Wow. And so that was my first kind of foray into music and kind of realizing that music was a world when I was wee wee tiny, right? So mm-hmm. he the trumpet and so i have a lot of jazz influences a lot of hip-hop influences because that was mm-hmm. growing up in new york that was a big thing right and of course mm-hmm. the army world kind of uh sealed the deal so i have a lot of different influences but beyond that i've got classical influences as well because mm-hmm. i was in orchestras and in jazz bands and things of that nature growing up so i really lean towards the mozarts and the chopins so it's like a big melt pot of sounds that influenced me and you can hear it in the music so they label it as progressive r&b but it's just music to me yeah. and I, I love seeing different types of r&b artists out right now because you know yeah. a couple of years ago they were saying that r&b is dead but i mean <laughs> you look at you look at the lists of like i'm i'm thinking about like lma coco jones and there you go you know lewis york who has an awesome song with anthony yeah. hamilton who's from yeah. north carolina which i am from. Oh, cool. Very <laughs> cool. That's where you are now? Yeah. All right. It's yeah. like a 40 minutes away from Charlotte, which is where Anthony is from. So, oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Anthony's good people. Good people. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think about the state of RB artists now? Are you excited about the new crop of artists that's popped up? Absolutely. Yeah. It's alive and well. I mean, to say that something is dead would mean that it's non existent. And mm-hmm. left and you look right, all you see is RB artists doing their thing it, yeah. it, maybe it's being ignored to a certain level but r&b is live and well and and vibrant right and mm-hmm. a lot of the artists you mentioned coco is amazing and you know the greats uh, you know are still alive like stevie's still doing his thing you know so, yes old and new right We also get into the concerns about AI in light of the ongoing screen actor Gil strike. Also how Rob juggles his music and acting career. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been the big concern about AI. Is mm-hmm. that the same concern in the music industry? Are they having like the same concerns about like artificial intelligence within the music yeah. industry? Yeah, I think if it's not a concern, then it's definitely you're paying attention, right? Because mm-hmm. there's this new thing that AI can start emulating humans, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention to see how it's going to affect. But, you know, I think people fear it, but it's it's more important to know how to manage it, right? There's, right. there's certain things you can't stop. It's already happening. So how do you manage that and work it into the next version of whatever this industry, however this industry is going to exist? There were t- times when people were against streaming right when then the mm-hmm. whole Napster thing came out now everyone streams so ai is going to live with us we just have to make sure it doesn't take over mm-hmm. as long as there's humans we'll be okay to manage everything absolutely that's my purview on it <laughs> yeah and uh and that being though you're both in one credit space and another how do you manage that does something in your music industry influence how you perform as an actor or vice versa how you manage to do it yeah that's a great question i i think they both sharpen each other right a lot of the uh creative 
things that I'm tapping into in the music world, I tap into them in uh, in acting. And I think I, I like to answer this question uh, with the word honesty, right? Mm. Somebody's singing and they don't really believe what they're saying, or you hear it on the track, like, eh, it doesn't, it's not really connecting with me because there's a lack of honesty. They don't really mm. believe me what they're doing. They're, you, they're not connected, right? So the song is, yeah, or the performance is, yeah. But when someone's being honest in the moment and you feel them connected, they blow you away. Some of the artists that you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. Some of your favorites, you're like, man, it's, it's, it's so pure, so lovely. I love this music, right? Mm -hmm. It's because it's coming from a place of honesty. Same thing with the acting. If if you tap into a place of honesty, that performance will blow you away. Like Denzel or whoever, mm -hmm. Mel Street, whatever, right? They, they they tap into an honesty that's un, undeniable. So I like to lean on that word honest a lot. Yeah, because nothing beats that, especially um, in, a, in an artist. And as I as you were talking, I was wondering, what is your creative process? Like, do you have one? What is your process in making a song, you know? Yeah. What comes into your mind and your gut? Yeah, so that's a great, great question. I, I I like to take this process. Get out of the way. Mm. Get out of the way. Let it happen. If something, if you feel a creative spark, follow it. Lean into it. Don't doubt it. Don't second guess it. Go all the way in and let it be what it's going to be. And at the end, you can assess it and judge it, whatever. But no good creation uh, happens and starts and stops and, and hesitation. So you've got to really let it happen and get out of the way and see where it goes. And just use everyone and trust it. Trust the process. So, Okay. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite song on the on your latest album do you have a favorite or yeah no actually <laughs> <I laughs> like of your, of your 15 kids which one is your favorite <laughs> and all the kids are sitting there like yeah <laughs> no I, I i don't have a favorite song I, you know i number one Mm -hmm. That's my favorite number one song on the album. Number two is my favorite track. Number two, uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So each yeah. each one is my favorite in wherever they are. So they're all my favorites. That's why they're on the project. And you got to remember, mm -hmm. they're chosen from a batch of songs that didn't make the album. So these are right. my favorite from the batch, right? So it's my okay. group. It's the crew. It's my favorite crew. How do you feel about having like a team of songwriters or you just prefer like one? Me personally or in general? That it, that in general it, or you both? Uh, collaboration is the key to, to success in this game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you can go much further when you collaborate with the right people. So if oh, you yeah. get the right folks, creatives in a room, as I've experienced on this project and many projects in the past, mm -hmm get a lot of goodness because it's not just you the sources different experiences different points of view different ideas they all come together in the room and make it happen me personally i do a lot more collaboration on production than i do on songwriting the oh, songwriting okay. it's more of a personal process for me so anything that comes out of my mouth as far as singing is concerned i i, I probably write the lyric and melody for that 
Um, and from time to time, you'll see me collaborate with other songwriters. But uh, on a production element, I I'll collaborate for days. So, for example, we mentioned John Legend before. See, he co-wrote the song with me. Mm -hmm. so that's songwriting. That's a collaboration on songwriting. But um, that's fewer far between more few and far between than it is for production and uh, musical elements. Okay. Who's your favorite songwriter? Wow. No matter no matter the genre. It could be anything. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. There's so many. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I don't think I have I don't I, I for self for, for self-preservation I'd like to say me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, outside of outside of myself um and that's not a pat on the back it's just Right. Yeah. Um. I, I think Stevie Wonder is an amazing songwriter. I think um, Diane Warren is an amazing songwriter. I think, oh, yeah. I think there are a lot of great songwriters out there. Lionel Richie is a good songwriter. Alicia Keys is a good song. There are a lot of mm. I don't have a favorite. There are too many. Way yeah, too I many. Know, I know, right? Because I have, I would say, top three. Um, Babyface. Oh, of big faces, of yeah. course. You can't forget okay. big faces. And you mentioned yeah. mine, and Diane Warren, and for me, Twinkie Clark, of the, of the, okay. of the Clark sisters. You sure. know, he wrote a lot of songs, including the songs by yeah. her and her sister. So that's for my sure. top three. Yeah, I, I don't know how I forgot Babyface. I'm in close proximity to him often. And yeah. He's amazing. He's a legend, living legend. Absolutely. Yeah. Where's your top five albums? Uh, of all time, all time, man, you you came with the. <laughs> he said, okay, "Okay, so what's the meaning of life?" <laughs> top top five albums of all time. I I can pick out some favorites. It's 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 hard to pick top five albums. Um, let me just give you a couple there in no order. Um, songs in the key of life. Uh. Stevie. Um, Lauren Hill's Miseducation, absolutely. Um, eh, uh, top five albums Michael Jackson Thriller, yeah. Um, man, there gotta be a hip hop one in there. <laughs> uh, Biggie's, Biggie's first album, mm. and uh, maybe uh, one of Miles Davis project mm. <laughs> one of the most different projects yeah that's hard man i listen to so much music it's so hard yeah <laughs> In this last part of the conversation, we get into the questions about diversity at the Grammys and what's next for Rob and his music. Talking okay. about, you know, Grammy nominations are less diverse. You know, you don't see a whole lot of people who look like us in the mm -hmm. our best R&B categories and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you think those issues are being addressed more now or this being pushed aside? I definitely don't think it's being pushed aside. I think uh, okay. R.V. Mason Jr. is doing a good job. He's the president. Uh, of the academy now and he's doing a is a concerted effort and even beforehand there was a concerted effort to diversify the the academy and not only mm -hmm. that the whole so uh, i think there's a lot of work to be done but there's a lot of work that have has been done mm. 
uh, you know, it's 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 a progress. It's it's a it's a process. Sorry, and yeah. uh, you know, so it's one day at a time, and change doesn't happen overnight. But it is happening, and you can see it slowly but surely. Especially not only for diversity and genre and race, but also in indie versus you mm -hmm. know larger labels. You know, independent artists are getting a little more shine now at the Grammys, and that's a good thing as well. Okay. Are you performing in any venues or you got any tours coming up? Or uh, yeah, we have privates in support because the album just dropped oh, uh, a couple weeks okay. ago in September. So we're doing spot dates and we're thinking up a tour now. We've been kind of in promo mode and right. now they're kind of like the campaigning. I haven't uh, planned a tour just yet, mm -hmm. but we are doing spot dates. And I'm here in L.A. now and uh, we have a spot date tomorrow for, uh, for a mixer and kind of thing uh, here in L.A. So you know, doing spot dates, private events, and uh, I will keep you guys posted on an upcoming tour, 2024. And, um, I know you've been in the acting industry um, for a long time. Yeah. What was the moment that you decided, I want to do my own solo project, I want to do my own solo album? When was the moment yeah. that say, okay, let's do it? Yeah, so, you know, as I mentioned before, the, the, the music came before the acting, right? Yeah. So, the acting had taken me away from kind of putting up, putting out another full album. I had done that prior mm -hmm. and I was releasing singles and such. I was kind of so busy on set and kind of getting my acting legs under me. And it's now that I've kind of reemerged and kind of gotten mm -hmm. the whole project together. And it, it was the pandemic that kind of allowed me to do that. Mm -hmm. Freed up time, freed up my concentration and, and just kind of gave me some like creative juices, let that flow again to kind of get folks together and put out a solid project of 15 songs. People don't do that anymore. Like albums be like three, four songs and they call it an album. <laughs> yeah. We got we got 15 <laughs> songs on there for you. Yeah. And, uh, and we're really proud of it. And as we close out this episode, just wanted to thank you for tuning in for VHC. As always, grateful to all of you for tuning in to the podcast whenever you're listening to the podcast. And a big, big thank you to Rob Murat for joining in on the podcast. Another awesome conversation. And please be sure to check out his music on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms on the website www.robmorant.com slash f-y-c slash also check out his website www.robmorant.com and coming up in next week's show just two episodes left in season one and we're going to have a little fun in next week's show it's the beginning of november and you know what that means it's the start of the holiday season 
and it may be the month of the Thanksgiving holiday, but of course the celebration of Christmas will already be underway. So that also means hearing some Christmas tunes and I'll be sharing some of my top five favorite holiday tunes and taking a deep dive into the history of holiday music. So you want to tune in for that. And again, check out the podcast where all other podcasts are available on Spotify as well as Buzzsprout. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and you can reach out to me via email kevwash all lowercase 46 at yahoo.com or on social media at twitter at kevin wash 08 or instagram kevin underscore washington underscore 887 and you can check out vhc's facebook page and this is your host kevin here with you thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time peace